these, they used to call these a lifetime fires, but now we get them every year. We didn't have long, but we had just took off in panic. And all these amazing fire people, safe firehouse. I don't know where to start anymore. It takes a lot for a child to come up to a parent or an adult and tell them, you know, I'm being bullied. Our streets are screaming out for neighborliness. Hollywood is also calling out for neighborliness. And our world is crying out during some of the worst natural disasters on record. Is neighborliness on the decline in a world on edge? Today on Context, we answer those questions and visit Makwa First Nations where our country's oldest neighbors need our help now. Heartbreaking tragedy in Makwa Sagegun First Nation, located three hours north of Saskatoon. First Nation leaders there have called a state of emergency after a rash of suicide. As part of being a neighbour to those in crisis, Crossroads First People's Voices producer Crystal Lavalley is on the ground in Makwa. Crystal, what help is needed? Thanks, Lorna. Well, with the work that I do with the, a number of charities, um, it's a lot of hopelessness. It's a lot of uh, anxiety, depression. And, you know, for some of these remote communities, they don't have access to health care. They don't have access to some of the things that we would have in a major city. And so, um, you know, social media plays into into that where, you know, a lot of kids are on their phones. They're They're seeing what their other friends do. They're not really interacting with their parents and so um, it really comes down to um, that message what message are we sending to first nation youth and who's sending that message and how are we getting the word out there crystal uh the devastating news of um seven more suicide attempts since the 10 year old girl committed suicide seven more youth attempts there in in makwa uh what's what's going on you know, being on the ground here for the last couple of days, uh, what an honor it's been that they invited us into their community and just sitting with the different members. Um, a lot of them, you know, they, they know exactly what they're doing. You know, every, com every community knows what their community needs. And so just to come in as a support, um, I would say it's strengthening the arms of the, the crisis workers, of the prevention workers. It's it's coming in um, with blessing. It's coming in with, you know, a box of, of tissues and it's coming in with candles to say, hey, you know, you're not alone in this fight. Canada cares. Canadians care. Mm -hmm. And as your neighbors, we're here to stand with you and release blessing and release words of life over the community. Okay, great. Crystal, uh, stay up there as long as it takes. That was Crystal. Lavely from Makwa Sagegun First Nation. Thank you. Thanks, Lorna. Well, from neighbor care with our First Nations to Toronto now, where hundreds of residents are grappling with the Gosford fire and where they're going to live next. Context producer Christine Yu was on the scene. Bring us back to that day and tell us what happened, what was happening when the fire broke out. At first we thought that it's just a uh, false alarm or something like that. So my family is only wearing flip-flops and shorts. It's impossible to think about not having a home. How are you guys coping right now? It's really hard, it's especially uh, we're working, right? So I haven't worked actually since the fire broke up. And uh, I don't have my uniform, I don't have my IDs. I, we need to uh, grab our stuff. So fortunately we've been able to go back to the, uh, the unit. 
What kind of support have you been receiving from building management? To be honest with you, nothing. I never saw them since the fire broke out. It's really, uh, it's really frustrating. We've been paying a rent, our rent are so high, and then we never heard anything from them. It's just an update from their Facebook page. Unfortunately, there's no timeline. Uh, they're trying to say that uh, we, they need to finish the uh, structures, everything. They have to fix everything before we can move. So it's really hard for us. We don't know when are we going to go back. You've been staying at a community center down the street for the last